Good afternoon, Gentlemen's Breakfast, episode 28. This is episode 28. Live, live from uh, Carnelian Bay. Now this is the second annual Gentlemen's Breakfast offsite here in Tahoe. We gather our thoughts. Even after 28 episodes, you still can't pronounce the T in breakfast. But we'll see how the rest of, uh, rest of the episode comes together. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to have this. I mean, it took, took a while to get this one going. Uh, we all know that I, I procrastinate on this stuff. I mean, how have you been, Seamus? Uh, I've been well. How have you been? Okay. Better yet, how's your Bumble life been? So, I, I've, I would say I've really experienced Bumble for the first time in New York. I never really touched it in, in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, and I made a commitment to our listeners, which I actually followed through on, that I would explore the app a little bit. Been on a couple Bumble dates. There are a few themes that I've noticed, a couple like. of annoying things when you're flipping through the apps. First of all, I don't know who's raking it in on making these apps that help you make your eyes look giant. Have you seen this in photos? What do you mean, like like uh, when they use like Snapchat filters? I don't know. I just know that I'm flipping through photos. Like every time you see one, they have like flowers around their head, that's a Snapchat filter. No, it's not just that. It's like I'm flipping through photos, and in one of them, this chick's eyes look giant. And then the next one, her eyes look normal. Do they look, like, cartoonish? Yes. Giant? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But, like, like I'm supposed to believe it because that's oh. an, an attractive feature or whatever. I don't know. Maybe that's a quirk of the New York market. Yeah, another, I, I quite haven't like, seen that in the San Francisco market. Another quirk of the New York market is distance. I don't know how much that comes in. Oh, yeah. I, I don't go more than 12 miles. I mean, I am di- I'm dialed in, in 10 mi- within 10 miles. But What's the age range? This is pretty wide. <laughs> What's pretty wide? I think I'm I'm running from 23 to 35. 23? You don't go to 18? Um, I'm, I've got, no, a no, no, that you're missing out. On. No, you got to have a college degree. That that gets checked in the pre-screening Can't process. Can't be a barista, huh? Um, but a lot of these women live in in Brooklyn or mm-hmm. areas like that. Hip so places, I'm like, yeah. okay, so I got to. Well, have you done a bumble date outside of the uh, Manhattan proper? Yeah, I think they've. Okay. No, you I've physically done, traveled. I've somewhere. done one in Manhattan, and I did one in Brooklyn. All right. Well, walk me through the better one. And the one, the one in Brooklyn. So, I I don't want to. Brooklyn's a big place, right? And I don't want to just pop right off and ask this girl, like, hey, you know, like, where exactly do you live? Because I think that might seem creepy. So I'm like, hey, you know, I'll meet you midway. How about we like get a drink in Williamsburg? Yeah. I think that's right fair, over the bridge for you. Fairly centrally located in yeah. in Brooklyn. Not realizing that she lives in Park Slope. Which is like a good, you know, thirty minutes via train to get over there or whatever. It took how far? Me, how far east is Park Slope from Williamsburg? I don't. I don't even know. I think it's it's southeast, a good distance. Okay, so where do you meet this girl? Some bar in Williamsburg, which I was already pissed off by because I I walked weekday in day or weekend. It was a Sunday. It was Sunday Sunday night. night. So technically, it's still school night. You gotta appreciate that though, once they're willing to meet you on a Sunday night. Yeah. Because if things go well. It's a pretty good Sunday night. That's that's I that's guess. that's a couple points up. I mean, that's something you got. You get, I mean, we're looking to this pretty deep, but go on. How I don't know. I mean, it, so she was a teacher, elementary school teacher. That's mm-hmm. a noble profession, right? Noble. Not really a lot to talk about. Yeah, you don't have much in common. I don't really want to hear what's going on with the kids, and she doesn't really want to talk about what's going on with the kids because that's work, right? <laughs> yeah. Then what else does she have to talk about? Not that much. Maybe she's into sports. Maybe she plays Hearthstone like you do. We went back and forth for a few minutes and then I was like I'm just 
I'm not really seeing this. And I found the first exit ramp that I could. Okay, so like, you had already ordered the drinks. Yeah. You ordered a beer or a cocktail? I had a beer. She had, a beer, she had a beer as well. Okay. So you, you planned exit strategy after five minutes? I gave it probably about 15 to 20, but somewhere around the... Did you feel like you cycled through topics at that point? Oh, yeah. I had hit every topic that I could think of to talk to with a stranger and just nothing really hooked, you know? Yeah. Nothing really stuck where we, <laughs> really, legs. Where we really got into the weeds here. Okay. So 20 minutes, you figured this out. And, uh, you know, she offers up the first, you know, like, we're on our second drink and she's like, well, you know, I know you, ha- you have to go to work tomorrow. She had the next day off for some reason. You have to go to work tomorrow. I don't keep you out too late. And I was like, yeah. she threw that out to you. Yeah, and I was she. Like, had, you got to appreciate that. It makes you want to hustle like, a little bit and more. I was like, yeah, I should really be getting back. <laughs> so walked her back to her train, wished her well, never spoke to her again. That was a thirty-five minute interaction. Yeah, and that was when I thought, you know, like I really got to think more about the geography of this stuff. Mm. I need to be close to them because I know it's a low probability. Me, low probability. Go. All right, next one. What do we got? Anything else good in there? <sighs> um. I'm sure you've encountered the annoyance of there being four girls in every single picture. Yes. That, look, girls, quick tip here. I mean, I, I haven't figured anything out. Obviously, 30 and still single. But if you throw a four-picture girl, four girls in a picture, that's your t- lead profile, and you're not the best-looking one in there, don't put that up there. Even if you are the best-looking one in there, you need to crop it down. If I can't tell which one you are after the first two or three swipes, two pictures or whatever... I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm moving on. I'm just confused. I've also seen a few of these pictures where it's, like, the same two or three girls in every picture. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes they, like, they look like they're kind of too good of friends. They look like they're, like, about to get it on in well, this and picture. Then, and then you realize by the fourth or fifth picture that the one you're like, oh, this one's good, it's not really the one. Because then you get the solo one, like, the fourth or fifth. Yeah. But then I think about what I'm putting out there. I'm not putting anything magical out there, right? I can't see the dudes that I'm up against, but I've got to imagine just floating up there that I work for the breakfast food empire and I live in Manhattan probably isn't doing that much for a lot of people. So well, for, I need you, to for a guy some, like you, let's be fair, right? For a guy like you, you got to have a pretty good line. you got to have a pretty good one-liner. I hate – I don't even want to get into the what you got to do text messaging right you after think, that. Do you think but. they're chasing you because of your aesthetics there? Definitely not. That's yeah. the problem. I'm trying to add to the ro- to the roll, roll of photos there, so I don't have too many. So look, if you if you catch me in an angle where I don't look too overweight, but not in a misleading way, yeah, I'm willing to pay for that photo. So <laughs> make sure you snap it when we're out there, and I'll I'll add it to the roll. So, I'll let you know how it scores. Uh, do you have any other like actually interesting bubble dates? Because that one's pretty flat. I mean, that's the issue with it. Is I've I've realized that. There are a lot of there are a lot of factors going into what I'm looking for, not just simply like oh went to college has a job lives in New York, looks okay. <laughs> uh, a lot of intangibles. Probably looking for a smarter girl. Haven't really found that yet. Um, but another thing that drives me nuts on there. I think we've mentioned this before. Hmm. Everyone on the planet Earth, unless you're a weirdo, is at least okay with tacos and guacamole. Yeah, and you like you probably like margaritas too. Yeah, and getting back to the point of like need someone I need to be able to carry on a conversation with. If one of the five things that you want to tell me in your little blurb there is that you like tacos and guacamole, I'm gonna need to move on. <laughs> That's fair. We probably don't have a whole don't lot disagree. to talk about. I, don't disagree with I mean, that. look, basically, I'm just I'm hanging myself out there, hoping for a bad swipe, hoping for an accidental right swipe that leads to something. 
Did you ever get them over just like, let me just right swipe everybody and see what I get? No. No. Because my mentality is I'm going to need to be willing to at least meet this person for mm. it to be even remotely worth the effort. So, no, I've never just trucked through right swipes. But <laughs> Is it all you have for in your Bumble life? Pretty much. I mean, the, I was planning on carrying that right into my continued life as a fat person, but... We've we've beat that topic up. I think it's fair to say. Well, there have been some there have been some new developments. <laughs> like, I managed to blow out two pairs of pants in one week, and I went to go replace them. And I I've Are you ne- at the point where you're still trying to buy the same size. No, look, no, 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 no. I'm trying to buy the right size for me, which is big. But I've never, in picking out which pants I was going to wear, tested the structural integrity <laughs> integrity of the crotch of a pair of pants. As a way to judge whether or not I should buy, because uh, that was where both of these pants failed. What I've also learned when you're in there at the store, you know how they have all those different fits that are up there? Yeah, slim fit, straight yeah. fit. Well, they don't say slim fit and straight fit anymore because they don't want you to think like, oh, this is for skinny people and this is for fat people. No, they are because some so they, people have skinny legs. They have stuff like Grant fit, Camden fit. I gotta go into the dressing room. What does that mean? I gotta figure out which one is the slim fit, and which one is the fat fit, right? For myself. <laughs> And then I gotta come back out of there and be like, yeah, these aren't gonna work. Now I'm more of a Camden fit kind of guy. You should just, like, they should just put like skinny fat. Like they should really. I'm just gonna be need the big boys. Very direct with it, but yeah, something I didn't have to think about in my prior life. Well, to parlay, you know, to transition here into uh, Christmas, I had a pretty good Christmas. Six nieces and nephews under the age of six years old. Wow, whole O'Shea crew out there, all in one house. So my big concern was, all right, making sure I had enough booze on deck to handle this. And I was really looking forward to Snapchatting all of my nieces and nephews to my own benefit. So whether it's a cute little artsy photo with me oh, hanging out with the yeah. nieces and nephews. You had some better content to throw up during that. Yourself. Yeah, and I was putting out a lot of content at some point. What kind of viewers are you concerned about seeing this? Girls on Snapchat, really. But aren't girls that are seeing your Snapchat girls that you know that you've probably already had a shot at and missed by no, the time I think, that you've gotten to the Snapchat? In my mind, world? I think there's some there are still flowing out there. In my head, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, maybe Probably not. Probably several, several of them that we know that are listening to this. Yeah, I mean, how many course. people do you think even look at your snaps? 50? 50, about 50. That's a pretty small circle. Yeah, I mean, there's probably about two or three that I want to see it, so. Trying to shoot pretty close to home here. Check the Rolodex. Okay. Well, I appreciate you using your family members. Anyways, I thought my nieces and nephews would be the highlight, but to give you a quick synopsis, the highlight was my four-year-old nephew ear muffins when my brother spoke for the Christmas toast. Just straight earmuffed the whole entire speech. <laughs> was he instructed to earmuff? No. Did it did it on his own. Why did he do it? Because he didn't want to hear it. I don't know. He just wanted to He's just it. embarrassed by his father. No, it's not even his father. It's his it's his uncle. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, also same same child. How, how old is this kid? He's four years old. I also gave the three boys soccer balls because they're old enough to actually right. remember the presents. Didn't buy any of the little ones any gifts. Yeah, he told me about this one. And I give him the soccer ball and he just looks at it. And I'm like, hey, this is for you. He's like, huh. And he just walks away. Yeah, I've got a PlayStation, dude. What is this? So that was humbling. But really the highlight of the trip was uh, who's going to be the most inappropriate drunk and when is it going to come? Because this is four days. Was there a clear winner? Yeah, my sister took it away. <laughs> What'd she do? We were, uh, me and my mother in there cooking Christmas dinner, me and her are like, you know, doing things and both sure. of, everybody else has kids, so they're you know, roaming around. Mm-hmm. You're able to contribute the most. Yeah. And my sister thought this would be appropriate time to confront my mother about not seeing her brother enough. 
She also to did. confront your mother about not seeing her brother, my uncle. I your mother's brother. Correct. And my sister was intoxicated at this point, and she's like, "Well, you know, is this a person that's present or?" No, he's not there. So okay. we haven't seen our uncle in like five years, or we haven't gone to Christmas. We used to grow up going to Christmas there. Give you a little I context. See. Okay. And obviously he's a little upset, but it hasn't been addressed. So my sister thought it would be an appropriate time to confront my mother about this. Mm-hmm. Severely intoxicated. While she's trying to dice some onions and... Dice some onions, make stuff, some stuff yeah, in. And she's like, you know, kind of swaying back and forth, hammering her. And I'm trying to like point her like, hey, maybe this is not the most appropriate time. But at this point, there's no way in, in changing her. And then she dropped, well, your sister's dead. Do you want your brother to die too the same way? And I said, whoa, uncle. <laughs> uncle, and you know, not to double entendre there, but I was like, uncle, you can't really drop that one. We, we got to take a step back on that one. Yeah. yeah. So that, you know, Eileen is a resilient woman. She handled it she pretty handled well. She handled it pretty well. Handled that it pretty well. Cut a little deep. And uh, I'm going to be honest. I, I believe that would have ended the holiday for my family. I didn't interrupt because I was interested to see where it went. Because there's only... Three people that heard it, me, my mother, and my sister. Uh, so that was that was pretty interesting. That's a tense moment. Um, there was there was nothing that even nearly that tense at my, at my family gathering. There was a lot of drinking, probably four or five straight days of drinking. Because you, well, you got to think, my parents don't really drink that much when we're not around. Hmm. And when the kids show up, now that we're all grown, they're like, oof, time, <laughs> time to go, time to have some fun. My dad will have a cooler chuck full of Sierra Nevadas. Covered in ice, just off in the corner, because he knows that the fridge isn't big enough to contain all this. In preparation for you. Yeah. I came off it, and I mean, I was exhausted like I was on a trip with you, like I was on a bender with you or something by the time I got to San Francisco. Yeah. I I, I strictly s- stuck to red wine. Uh, another big issue I have with Christmas is uh, the Christmas music. Okay. Maybe it's the negative. Christmas music itself? I can't stand Christmas music. Maybe not the actual just song. Because you're an angry person, not very positive. Correct, but maybe it's just it's just four days of the same music. Like people feel obligated. We're just going to play Christmas music for four days. We don't get to mix it up. If it's four days, that's a win. It's better than them playing it for a month straight. But my starting but, in my sister in law, my brother, they don't have Spotify. It's yeah. not like we're hearing different things. We're hitting Buble, <laughs> Mariah Carey, and then, you know, back to Irish tenors. Like, uh, Cycling through the same albums. Yeah. How much of that can I handle? Pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. I, and I also revealed that drum. I didn't like Christmas music, so they, they put it on full blast the mm. entire time. Uh, outside of like, Were you having to listen to any kids' tunes? Any Christmas music? There was a few times where I wanted to watch a sporting event, and then one kid had a freak out, so we immediately went to some cartoon-type movie. <laughs> But I understood that. I took that. You know, I understood. You know, the world is not centered around me. Yeah, uh, I was comfortable. That has to be one of the major issues with children these days is they can have immediate access to just like Mickey Mouse, right? When we were growing up, Mickey Mouse on a specific time of day. He's not just on. You can't just snap your fingers and he shows up. Well, when when a kid's having a whopper freak out, and everybody's like, "Well, you don't want them to get addicted to electronics." When they're having a freak out and they're just causing chaos for everybody, and you can just put a little iPad in front of them, and they're just I'm sure in. it's incredibly tempting. It's incredible. Like you cannot distract that person. But once you go down that path, and you should see it frees up a good hour I'm and a sh- half. Imagine I'm if sure, you have two small children. I'm sure you've seen the size of the freak out once you remove the iPad. Yeah, they don't. They don't respond. Could well. potentially be worse than the initial freak out. But I, I'm glad that we were able to opine on. How to raise children for five minutes on the show. 
Yeah, I mean, probably I, probably not appropriate. I'm confident I won't raise a child. No, I they, they're my my siblings are doing a good job. Yeah. Another thing I want to transition into is I know I I beat this up a lot is mm. my California concerns, which is the way California people interact and think that's appropriate. Would you say all California people, or are you really just talking about San Francisco here? Because Southern California is a very different place. Right. And I'm basing this off of NorCal, which I think, from my experience and what people tell me, is better than SoCal mm. in terms of people. Absolutely. So one of our listeners has a friend, and he's, he's wearing a Red Sox hat. Okay. And it says B. It says it's a Red Sox, you know, hat. And I go, oh, nice to meet you. Are you from Massachusetts? No, no, no. My name's Brandon. That's why I wear the hat. <laughs> is it just like your hat? It's a Red Sox hat? Uh-huh. Not as, like, you know, not as worn and weathered, but okay. a Red Sox hat. And okay. I go, huh. Interesting. I mean, you know... Was he aware that it was a Red Sox hat? He know. Yeah, I mean, it's the only... It's the classic Red Sox logo. But okay. that's why he was wearing the hat, because his name was that way. This is the second person I've ran into where... It's interesting. I ran into somebody on the golf course that had a C hat for the Cleveland Indians. This is immediately after they won the World Series. <laughs> okay. So I said to the guy, I'm like, hey, congratulations on the win. Yeah. Happy for, or no, not Cleveland. Oh, it was right after, I apologize. It was right after the Cavaliers won. Okay. Hey, you know, congratulations, you know, good win Cleveland for Cleveland Indians, of course. He goes, of course, no, lost the World Series. He goes, yeah, no, 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 I'm not from Cleveland. I go, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, my, name, my name's Charles. So I wear the hat. <laughs> You've seen, you met two people. Two separate names? people, two separate occasions. I will say... I wanted to go postal both times. My dad used to wear a Penn State hat, and he had, didn't go to Penn State. It doesn't have any affiliation with Penn State. People would ask him about it. He'd just be like, yeah, I just like the logo. Yeah, I got issues with I would dad. rate that as slightly better than the B for Brandon. But wouldn't you lie about it? No, my dad's not going to lie. No, but if... You're like, gonna, well, but I would just say my grandfather's from there. I don't know. Get you a little loophole. No. I mean, especially if you're if you're wearing around something like that right around the time that that team, you know, won something. Well, and you just beat the you need to be the aware. San Francisco team that is in that city at that time. They beat the Golden State yeah. Warriors. I was very careful about where I wore my Cubs hat. Uh, at yeah, post you're World careful. Series. Yeah, you're smart about it. That I mean, this is my last complaint here. Okay. Another thing that California drivers do. Is they'll beep at you after you make a turn. After you've already gotten out of their way. So up here, I have Texas plates. So I mean, you have Texas plates. So I'm a kind of. Yeah. So I I do. So, I, I must have done something. I have Texas plates. I don't own a car. I must have done something to upset them a few minutes before. They didn't do anything. And they rode behind me. And then as I made the turn, I flipped on my blinker. Mm. And they beep at me as I turn. Yeah, they want to let you know that they're upset, but they want to wait until you're in a position where you couldn't do anything about to it. To confront them, you couldn't stop and get out of your car or anything. You're already safely out of the way, and they can go past you. Am I being angry for being upset about that? It's a passive aggressive move. Um, no, I mean, I'm going to agree with you on that. It's a pretty bitch move. It happened. That's it for my California concerns. But I feel like that happens a lot. Um, yeah, I know that I've gotten into it with people in Texas, but they certainly didn't wait for me to turn. Before they honked, nor did I. Uh, do you have any hollow uh, New Year resolutions you want to put down on <laughs> on the airwaves here? I mean, I need to drop a lot of weight, a lot of weight, but I don't know that it's even worth it at this point. I mean, I need to put what my money I, where my mouth is at some point here. What can I do to really make you? Because everybody wants a better Jake in 2017. 
Well, what, what, what consequences do you think that I could really have that you could actually enforce that I would care about? That I can enforce? Within reason, obviously. I mean, I get to tell you what to wear three days a week <laughs> to work. I don't know about that one. I just get to pick the color of the shirt. Well, you also got to keep in mind you have a pretty limited selection for my wardrobe that you got to phone in from San Francisco. It's pretty much just whatever's on my floor and clean at the time. All right. We got to think about that, though. There aren't a lot of things in this world that I really care about. So it's hard for you to take things away. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if that's alarming or it's true. Yeah. I also have a tendency to kind of just do as I please. Which also makes makes the enforcement point difficult. I think you had one of your better lines when someone was asking about Coachella and Burning Man. And we were explaining someone to Burning explaining Burning Man to someone who hadn't known what it is. So for people who don't know, Burning Man is some weird festival. I don't even know if it's a festival. But they go out in the middle festival. of the desert in It's not a music festival, but it is a festival. You go out in the middle of the desert in Nevada and you have to bring in water and your own supplies and there's no money transactions, you just kinda of trade things. Yeah. And you quoted to say, What good am I out there if I can't buy my way into convenience? And then you followed it up with, No, really the only way I'm of service to anyone is if I had a computer in front of me. Yeah. I have no value unless there's a computer in front of me. What am I going to do? I appreciate it. I can't provide goods or services to anyone in that kind of environment without yeah. access to hard currency. Uh, you could be turning tricks. <laughs> That's <laughs> always an option. I suppose everyone's good for that, but my value would still even be limited in that. Yeah. Uh, do you have that's any- what my, my Bumble scoring would indicate. <laughs> do you have any... Uh, are you going to keep on, on, on Bumble or are you kind of over it? I'll get back to swiping when I'm back in New York. But at this point, I acknowledge the fact that it's a, it's a low probability avenue. So mm. I'm not going to put all my eggs into the bubble basket. All right. It's good, well, it's good to try, though. Unless you have anything else. No, I think that that uh, really brings us uh, brings us to the end here. It's a report card. Do you have a do you have scale for us, or am I going to have to come up with it again? Uh... Let's do African animals. Okay, that's a good one. Would you like you to get a go? high and a low? No, you can go any any type of the spectrum, and then you Stand can cover. Stand which way you'd like. Do you have one in mind? For you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got one in mind. Would you like me to you go? Let's hear it. Yeah. So you know, to be fair, you're not really that overweight. Okay. But you have the personality of a hippo. Okay. Because you don't really bother people. Hippos are not known to bother people. But if you bother a hippo in its it own territory... It can be very dangerous. It can be very dangerous. And you don't like other hippos, a.k.a. you don't like other humans. So if you impede upon your territory, it's the one short burst of speed and times you want to wrestle and be aggressive. And I think that really just sums up your 2016 in your life, really, in general, is leave it alone. Let it come to you. Otherwise, it's going to attack and be violent when it attacks. <laughs> Okay, I can I can appreciate that. This is a tougher topic than I expected it to be. You don't really think well, about. Well, you're not it. as well versed as African animals. In that's time. true. No, that's absolutely true. I don't really think about it all that much. Uh, I'm gonna rate you. I'm gonna rate you a meerkat. Okay. I'm gonna give you a meerkat, but I'm gonna have to modify the meerkat because you're kind of a special kind of meerkat. You're now like a normal one. I don't even know. Explain to me what a normal meerkat does. You're going to be... Meerkats are usually with other people, okay? Okay. With other meerkats. They travel in groups. Yeah, right. 
you're the meerkat. You're kind of off doing your own thing. But what you do do is you still pop your head up. You're like, hey, what's going on over there? <laughs> is that something interesting? You want to pretend like you're not in Pay the... You're, you're the one meerkat that's over off to the back in the picture where everyone's looking the same way. And then just every couple minutes, poke your head up. Then go back down and pretend like you're not interested. Because you want people to think you're completely disinterested. But in reality, you're listening all the time. You're ready to engage. That's true. That, that's very accurate. You're meerkat. Well, I mean, I, right. I think you did a very uh, very good job assessing me. That's closed out 2016, as always. Appreciate the listeners. We're on our quest for 100 listeners. Been a little stagnant for a while. Yeah, we haven't really been growing much. but At 100, because that's when you quit. That's when you right. quit the job. 28th episode. Thanks, everyone.